Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? As I mentioned earlier, Broadway uh, in New York is going to extend their opening release date until May of 2021. But to help with these struggling artists and everything that's going on there, a lot of musical artists across the country are set to perform during a virtual SOS Fest to bring awareness to what they call Save Our Stages Act, which is currently before Congress to raise money for the independent venues affected by the COVID-19 pandemic. This music festival will take place on October 16th through the 18th and will stream on YouTube. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I, what a day it will be when Broadway opens again, huh? Right. I mean, I mean oh it'll just gosh. feel like New York. We always keep looking to, to New York, I feel like. When are they getting back? When are they starting to live quasi-normally again? It'll be a, it'll be a great first night on Broadway. We have no idea when it's going to happen, by the way, but it'll be great. It will be. And so there's different bands like Foo Fighters, Miley Cyrus, Dave Matthews, g Easy, Jason Mraz, oh, Little Big this Town. Is great. I mean, Demi Lovato, Macklemore, Major Lazer, Reba yes. McIntyre. It goes on and on. They're just going to be doing them from different locations across the United States, virtual performances. And they're just going to try to raise awareness to get this act through to help bring more money mm-hmm. to the stage for these struggling venues. That's great. Right. Yep. And you guys all remember The Fly from uh, the debate, right? Yes, The Fly. Yes, yes. we do. Remember The debate, Fly. Yeah. And this was, uh, you guys were <laughs> going to mention this earlier, but uh, I'm going to hop on it now. It The SNL, there's a lot of people clamoring for Jeff Goldblum to play The Fly <sighs> on SNL. I love this idea. And if you've seen the picture, someone's imposed a picture, superimposed a picture of, you know, there's Joe Biden and there's just Jeff Goldblum poking over the back of his head and shirtless. You know, where he looked in the fly. So it's really funny. I, there's a lot of fans that are out there trying to push this. You know, Saturday Night Live is going to approach this. So being that he starred in the fly back in 1986, who's a better person than him? Oh, to my do God. It? Saturday Night Live is going to be hilarious tomorrow. <laughs> it is. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. It definitely will. And finally, Larry David tied the knot with his girlfriend, Ashley Underwood, Underwood in Southern California. Say what? Le- I, I, it wasn't, I thought he was married. He was. And they have, got divorced? They have a few kids, too, actually. But, yeah, they, they must have. I think that because they, they met back in 2017. So he's been divorced for over um, over three years now, at least. I did not know that. Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't know there was a chance. Yeah, th- this is this is so they met at the birthday party of their mutual friend Sasha Baron Cohen. And the fun part is, David reflected on the first time they met and said, "We were seated next to each other, and much to her surprise, I left before dessert. I was doing so well banter-wise, I didn't want to blow, risking a good impression. And if any of you have watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, one of my favorite shows, mine too, you know that he is the worst." At giving first impressions. So it's just kind of funny how he tried to play into his own character there and get out before he ruined it. That's awesome. <laughs> so for more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on MyTalk1071. Flashback. I told you it dates back to the turn of the century. Bumper music. Don't take it off like you're home alone. You know dancing from the mirror while you're on the phone. Checking your reflection and telling your best friend. Like, girl, I think my butt can be. Oh, it's getting hot in here. So, so take off all your clothes. Oh, I am getting tired. Uh, I want to uh, take my uh, clothes uh, off. Oh, it's getting hot in here. So, so take off all your clothes. Oh, I am getting tired. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. Oh, boy. There are a bunch of movies that are still supposed to hit theaters this year, Steve. Good. So, for example, Disney just announced that the new Pixar movie, Soul, will skip a theatrical release. But I saw it, that. But it is going to go straight to Disney Plus on Christmas Day. Well, it's I like the sound of that. Free to subscribers. They're I'm not, a subscriber. I keep going to watch Mulan, but it's like 30, 30 bucks or bucks. something. Yeah. Still 30 bucks. Yeah, it'll be on Disney Plus like December 9th. Well, that's too bad. I know. I'm sorry. Donna. It's okay. Uh, but still, several movies are scheduled to hit actual theaters like the weekend, uh, this weekend, excuse me, The War with Grandpa. That's with Robert De Niro. And Uma Thurman. Yes, it looks funny. I don't think I've seen a preview for it. Yeah, it it looks it looks pretty funny. I like it. Okay, all right. Uh, next weekend we've got Honest Thief. That's an action thriller with Liam Neeson. Does he, oh. he needs to do like a nice little love movie? Love. Like a rom com? Yeah, like that. Well, he was in. Uh, yeah, the one that was you he? liked, the Christmas one. Was right? he in Love Actually? I think so. Was he? I think yeah. so. Let's go with a uh, put me down for a yes, a Kawain. By the way, that's taking off. Oh, yeah, it's a good. Self fulfilling prophecy. We've demanded that it take off. Put me down for a yes, yes queen. queen. Uh, November 13th, Freaky is coming out. Whoa, Vince Vaughn is back as a killer. Oh, I thought you were going to say Vin Diesel. Who's the one? No, we're not going there. No, who's the swaps bodies with the high school girl. That looks funny and scary. Yeah, I like Vince Vaughn. I like I, Vince I Vaughn. I do too. A lot. More Vince Vaughn. Fred Claus. Well, you don't like Fred Claus? No, oh, Fred Claus is good. Well, you don't like Paul Giamatti? Well, he's your Santa Claus and Fred Claus. November 25th is Happiest Season. Happiest Season. It's a holiday comedy starring Allison Bree, Mackenzie Davis, Kristen Stewart. Wow, she's in a comedy? Kristen Stewart? That uh, would be, well, in the same way that you say we should see Liam Neeson in something light. Right. It would be nice to see Kristen Stewart, like, laughing. Right. You know. <laughs> like got... I said, the only time 
Can I just name drop <laughs> no, again quickly? Of course. But because it was so unique about Kristen Stewart, when I interviewed her oh, for Twilight Breaking Dawn Part Two, I walked into the room. Donna. What? I can't. Stop help dropping it. it. <laughs> it's a multi-pieced thing. <laughs> Would you drop a slinky? Don't worry about it. Anyway, when I walked in, she's like cracking her knuckles. Oh yeah, she's being a weirdo, right? And she's like, like you know, like kind of like rubbing her shoulders out, like doing Anxious. shoulder circles, like because something. And I and I sat down. I was like, I don't know what I just walked into here, but are we are we everybody good? We good? We feeling good? This is gonna be great. We're gonna have a good time. She's thinking, whatever, slappy. You just ask your questions and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Slappy is the name of an evil ventriloquist doll in I a Goosebumps movie. Oh, yes. That my five-year-old accidentally saw. Oh, no. And uh, had some scared nights because she kept thinking of Slappy. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, there is a movie that she was in that I really liked. And Kristen Stewart? Yes. Okay. And it was an early movie for her before Twilight. It was, you know what I'm talking about? The one where the guy's in the school bus out in the woods and ends up dying because he eats berries based on Into the Woods. Uh, Pearl Jams did the soundtrack to it. It was directed by Sean Penn. Look, I got all the info I need except the name of the damn Into the Wild. Thank you. Into the Wild. Yes, I liked her in that. I, I searched Kristen Stewart movie Woods Bus. <laughs> I love Google. 2007, that came out. Woods Whoa, Bus. Woods Bus. Yeah, that, that was sounds a like really a, good movie. Have you played Mad Gabs before? Or Ma- is it Mad, Mad Gab? Oh, jeez. The one where you the one where you say different words and you're trying to get them to pronounce the right word. So oh. I would say my, Kojak, son. My. Kojak son. Say it faster. My Kojak son. My Kojak son. There it is. Oh! See, it's oh, a fun game. It's a fun game. Let's and play Kristen that. Stewart movie Woods Bus sounds like that. That's that is I very that funny. Up. It's um, a fun game. I like. We should play that. that on the air. That'd be great. Yeah, It'd be Steve, a great game. We have a million ideas, none of which we wrote down. Well. And now we don't have... We could go have lunch someday at the HBI Cafe and sit 19 feet away from each other. I would love that. Like we're at a board meeting. Like one of us is going to get canned at the end of the lunch. Right. Hmm. Anyway, other movies that are supposed to hit theaters this year. Ryan Reynolds and Free Guy. That's coming December 11th. Coming to America is still expected to hit theaters. That's on the 18th of December. There's no chance these hit Shut your face, I'm not done. And Wonder Woman 1984, which looks really good. That's coming out on Christmas Day. I love going to a movie on Christmas Day. It's a really nice feeling. It's not going to happen, though. Wow. I think we should just say that now. And if it does, then we'll be so excited. But every movie has clung to its release date hoping that something changes but the longer you get into october it feels like it'll probably be like this in december and what's happening at theaters right now it's limited capacity movies aren't doing well and they're just kicking the can down the road right these are going to come out next year oh uh. maybe the mandalorian's coming out on october 30th okay there's something to look forward to yeah. Do you watch Mandalorian? I, I am lo- Grant. Yes, I'm a big Star Wars geek, and I love that show. It's oh good. my god, it's that's awesome! 
It's yeah. really great. It's I've exciting. had people tell me that Dev, our baby, should go as Baby Yoda for Halloween. That would be push her in a little little. If you got like make make her make a stroller and like put some like bowls or tin foil around it, so it's like the little floating ball that he rides. That's in. cute. Oh, that's a cute idea. There you yeah. Go. And then I could do my dog as an uh, as a uh, an Ewok. <laughs> yes, your dog look, looks, looks like, like an Ewok. Ewok. That's adorable, Steve. That would be awesome. Hey, are we going? Cr- Trick or treating this year? Or what, I think that's happening? the plan. What's what is what? I don't, I don't know. know. People are just going to try to do it socially distanced. Look, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just going to guess. Look out your window on October 31st. People are going to trick or treat. Okay, uh-huh. it is a Saturday, so what are we expecting time wise? Because I um, never know what time my doorbell is going to ring. I think like probably around five o'clock. Wow. Have you guys seen the one guy's trick to social distancing for he's got a PVC pipe yes, that's going to come awesome. up? Yeah, that's a great idea. Why that aren't we all so doing cool. that? And just drop a candy bar and it goes right into the can bag. I, can I say something controversial before we go to break? Mm, can I? Let's take a vote. Grant? I love it. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. I'm just going to say this. I have friends on all sides of the political spectrum. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to walk away. Nope, not going to happen. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think that most people are much more liberal in how they implement social distancing, masks, etc., when not in the public forum. Hmm. That's what I think. Because I tell you what I haven't come across. A single adult in, in my life. Since COVID. And again, like everybody who's voting for all sorts of different people feel different ways about it. But who, when they get into whatever they think is their safety zone now, is like, oh, you know what? I'd rather put a mask on. Or everyone, I think, is secretly, or more people than we think, are at work or wherever. They're saying the right things and doing the right things. And at home and in their own private spaces, they're much, much looser about it all. That's just my two cents. That's my controversial statement for the day. I'll hang up and listen first time long. Okay, I get it. Like, we're all maybe not washing our hands after using the restroom at home. And you're getting, and you're having a dinner party and you're not afraid of COVID. There you go. Family gatherings, dinner parties, getting together with your friends. I think that they are really happening. And then, but then, if, but you feel very. Like the like the wartmonger, if you mention that out loud. So then you always they I think some people toe a different line in public places, especially in workplaces, as compared to how they actually live the rest of their lives when not feeling like they're under such Mm, scrutiny. You're probably right. I see that. I mean, I was at a get together recently outdoors. And at one point I said, hey, we're not social distancing right now. I'm going to move back. They were like, get out of your boat. Yeah, they were like, put a cork in it, Bill. I was going to say, yeah, you were probably the only one that did that. Well, there was one person there wearing a mask. Um, None of the kids appeared to be social distancing ever. Yeah, Um, good luck with that. But yeah, I mean, I just... It's tough. Do the best you can. And once you're allowed, like if you're allowed to have a gathering, remember like we went from 250 and then to 10 and then it goes back up. Uh, Once you're allowed, unless you're... That's why I feel like the only way it works is if it is... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Fiercely enforced. You cannot meet with more than eight people. You can have a dinner party in your house right now legally. It's all fine. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but do you want to? Yeah, yes, and I think that many more people say yes to that question, I mean, too. yes, the answer is yes, I want to get together with people, but I don't want to put my friends who are, you know, autoimmune compromised, and I've got more than one, I, think that, I don't want to those put them the at the risk. Yep. I think that those would be the outliers. So that everyone would be sensitive to that sort of a situation, but if you just took the average person's yes. lot in life, they'll have a dinner party and not think twice of it. Wow. But of course, if you have someone autoimmune, sure, mm-hmm. of course. Right. There are exceptions to every rule. That's just, that's my controversial statement. I'm leaving. All right. We're going to come back with a study. Uh, don't back. leave. No, you come back. Okay. Um, you're going to tell us how our brains are designed to remember where certain foods are in yeah, our wait, home. <laughs> wait until you hear what foods they are. It will explain a lot. We'll get into it. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys. You still here, huh? Thanks for listening. Hey, Don. <laughs> hey, guys. Appreciate you. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah, it is Friday. Friday. This week is one of the first weeks in a while that has felt long. It did feel a little longer than usual, didn't it? You know what happened? I was a day I was a day ahead the whole week. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. It's all right. I know it's Friday, but we still have to study. Studies have shown that... Med- studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Well, there's a new study that sort of explains why we, as Americans, generally speaking, suffer from fatulence. Excess weight on our frames. Oh, fatulence. Fatulence. There's a new study that found humans are much better at remembering where high-calorie foods are stored rather than healthy foods. Here's how they did this. Hmm. Researchers filled a room with eight different foods, some healthy, some unhealthy. 500 volunteers then walk around and sample each one. It's like being a Costco, Donna. I understand. After they were done. Each person had to draw a map of where all the foods were. And it turned out that they were more likely to remember where the junk foods were located. Oh, wow. But there's a bit of an explanation here. Um, so the, the folks in the survey, they were 27% more accurate with junk food, but not just because it tasted better. That's what I thought it would be. Because, you know, like when you get sugar, it releases dopamine and you feel like awesome because of it. It even happened with people who didn't like the junk food samples. So why did it happen this way? They think this, thousands of years ago, you were less likely to starve to death if you knew where to find high-calorie foods. So the researchers are thinking that it kind of comes down to human evolution through the ages 
And we are just pre-programmed to care more about foods that pack a lot of calories. Huh. Things that make you go... Like if, if I put you into your pantry right now. Yep. And said, quick, go find me chips. Most people would be able to run and get chips. But if I said, quick, go find me kidney beans. It might be more of a, okay, don't tell me, don't tell me. I actually have mine labeled, my cupboards. What? I have On like, the outside? Yeah, like I have a little, I use my label maker to write like on this shelf, like um, breakfast, foods, Wait, oh, but beverages. Hang, hang on. I'll have like snacks. Is this at your main residence or your cabin? My main residence. All right. I don't on. keep anything at my cabin because of mice. Do wait a second. So I'm, no in, Donna's, I'm in Donna's kitchen, <laughs> and I go up to a drawer or a cabinet, yep. and on somewhere on that, on, the, on a small label, yep, on the handle, I guess. Yes. It says bowls. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, now listen. What I don't. I'm not going to make any jokes here. Okay. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Because I I feel like they, I would not want them to come across insensitive. It feels <laughs> like this is, it, Donna, you've really spun me a new one today here. Hang what? on. I'm just like to be organized. Yeah. Most of us are organized by human memory. You know what I don't do when I'm in my kitchen? I don't turn to my wife and say, hey, Lou, which one of these did we put bowls in? Okay, no, it doesn't say like plates. It's only when there's it's like out of the way stuff. It'll say extra dog bowls, extra whatevers, but the main stuff that I use every day. What are you running an Airbnb or is it just you and your roommate there? Don't worry about it. It feels like you're it feels like you're preparing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? For a time that you could need a reminder, like a gentle reminder. I just want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> this, you must realize, Donna, in your own home, this sounds psychotic. Especially because I live basically alone, right? I get it, but I How like to be have they organized. Been there? Hey, if you look at any, or 10 years, if you look at any <gasps> organized, if you look at any, if you look at any organizational show on tv their best friend is the label maker but they're okay i don't i think that they're labeling things is good Mm -hmm. drawers and cabinets not as much because i feel like for whatever reason in the human brain that stuff sort of lands for us like i know where to get my tupperware okay but when you have small spaces to put stuff you Want sometimes it's easy to put a can of soup with the potato chips. I don't want that. I want to remember, hey, this is only for this. This shelf is only for that. So it's <laughs> like I have I also have a season seasonings mm-hmm, yeah. bins and in it it says seasonings A to L. Then M to Z. Now we're getting there. I like where your head is there, like inside of the cabinet. So I'm not constantly an- fiddling and Yes, in a spice rack or a, a spice drawer where your seasonings are. There, I think that asks for a higher level of organization just so it's easier for you to grab, okay, the paprika's over here. That's inside of the cabinet for a specific situation here. Can I ask this? Yes. What percentage of your drawers or cabinets are labeled? 
Not many. More than 50%? No. I would say 32%. (laughs) I'll take pictures. I'll show you. You'll get it. You'll get it. I got to walk this off, guys. All right. You walk that off. When we come back, um, I'll tell you what publication is saying that Netflix is betraying viewer trust by canceling so many shows. We'll discuss when we come right back. Hey, good morning. It's us, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. So, Netflix is betraying viewer trust by canceling so many great shows. Whoa. Says Forbes. Wow. I agree. What 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 have they recently canceled that got people upset? Glow. Um there's a show called Altered Carbon, uh, The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. That's the um Jim Henson company. Um, they sought out the Jim Henson company and pursued this show. They funded the creation of all these sets and these detailed, extraordinary puppets. And then the creators of the show were able to rope in this all-star cast and they were calling it a masterpiece of television. Some of Jim Henson's weirdest creations. And then they canceled. And what, Forbes is saying maybe it's time for subscribers to do more than just be sad. Start signing some petitions, maybe cancel your membership, maybe, and let them know why you're doing this because they're not delivering the content that they promised us. Wow. So it's this one guy who who wrote this article and he said, I completely understand that sometimes a TV network or streaming service has to cancel a show. The budget doesn't square with viewership or whatever, but Uh, In the case of canceling all of its Marvel shows, Hmm. um, there's a good reason. They say Disney Plus and the fact that Disney owns Marvel. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They said, I can even see why it canceled Altered Carbon, which was really expensive to produce. And the second season was a letdown to its really great debut. And truly big budget shows like that with you know, audiences that are starting to wane a little bit, that's a risk. Sure. But then they go on to say, um, glow, you know, they're axing glow when they've already started filming and it was set to conclude with its fourth season and it was already renewed, you know, but it was never meant to go beyond the fourth season. So they're just kind of like, what gives It's starting to feel like a betrayal. Hmm. Um, this person then goes on to say that the coronavirus pandemic um, came when filming every, everywhere came to a halt. And that was the final straw. But now, so now we don't get to see what happens with Glow. We don't get to see all the loose ends kind of wrapped up. And so the article goes on to say, sorry, Netflix, this is a two way street. We pay you a monthly subscription fee to watch this content that you promised to deliver us, like I mentioned, and now you're kind of reneging on that promise. Mm-hmm. And that's how it feels, and we don't even get to see a natural conclusion. Uh, the whole article ends with, at least we could rest assured that they won't cancel Stranger Things or The Witcher, right? Oh, boy, that would not. I would not feel good if they canceled Stranger Things. Me either. Uh-huh. Wow. So... You know, Netflix is... They've... They have ruffled feathers before. Yes. Of their massive subscriber base. And then they just keep plowing on and people sort of forget about it. But everybody doesn't like it. If if your show ever gets canceled, 
it is a real bummer. Like you realize how emotionally attached you were to the show, to the character, to the mm-hmm. storyline when they suddenly cancel a show that you love. So I understand why people feel that way. But I think that Netflix, on the whole, they have shown people that they are trying to give you quality content. Their streaming stuff eight years ago sucked. It was terrible. Their library of movies was awful. But like I understand what they're saying about with Disney Plus being out now. And so that limits what they can do in the world of of Marvel. I get it, but you know, I bet in two years we look back on this and this will be like, oh, do you remember that headline? Because they will have come out with more shows that are more gripping and have won us over all over again. Right, right. I get it. And and this article goes on to say that, you know, of course, COVID makes everything more challenging to produce, especially when, like in Glow, you get so close, you know, when you're wrestling and all that, like who might want to wrestle when you can contract a deadly virus sure but um they're hoping that 2021 is they don't understand the rush to cancel like why not put it on hold why are you canceling Uh, we do have a caller on the line that uh let's who do we have so bryce is here and he's got a cool unique point too that adds to your point about these the shows that they create but this is a part about stuff that they bring on so here you go hi bryce Bryce. how you doing Hi. Good. How are you guys? We're good. Hey, Say more about this uh, Netflix cancellation. Uh, my thing is just that, uh, you know, even beyond their original content, um, they do this with their other shows they bring all the time. They'll bring one or two seasons on, and when there's five or six out there, and then they never bring the rest of them. Uh, much as I love Netflix, uh, you know, they have a lot of shows that I like to watch. They They do this all the time. Hmm. Hmm. So it's almost like they just keep giving people appetizers and you're suggesting that they never deliver the main course. Uh, on a lot of shows, uh, yeah. There's hmm. a lot of stuff that, you know, they've got one or two, like I said, and it's been, but the show's, the show's run its course, you know, five, six years ago, and they never bring the rest of the seasons for you to finish up with. What kind, What particular shows are you speaking of? Because it sounds like you may have started a couple of shows and went, well, I'm never going to get to see the next season. Um, a lot of their anime stuff, um, even some of their old classic stuff they had, uh, uh, can't remember what they, it's been a while since I've watched them, but there was some of their just even old classic shows that, Hey, I love this show. I, I got one or two seasons and then, Oh, we're moving on. We've got something else. I see. Okay. Yeah. They it- do. They do it also with like gold rush or like these, like these kind of not necessarily gold rush is one, but like those national or history channel or. Uh, Discovery Channel shows, like, they'll maybe bring in Deadliest Catch for a hot minute, and they'll only put on, like, four, four or five of the seasons, so you get hooked, then you gotta, you can't Gotta act. go find Yeah, so I, I know it's happened with a lot of, like, Gold Rush was one of them when it first came out on there. Sure. Deadliest Catch for a while, but those type, and, you know, a lot of those shows now go to their own streaming services, like Discovery, mm-hmm. that's probably why, but right. um, I, I just thought that was a good point that he made up, because I've had Thank that you, problem, too. Yeah, so. okay, I get it. It's almost like they're making a side deal with some of the other uh, potential streaming services. Like, okay, we're going to do this, get them hooked, and then they'll come over to you. Well, I don't know. Maybe they're not making the side deal. It's just maybe they're just getting you hooked. Like, like my thought is, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I really believe this because, like, a few of these shows, like, for one, Sense8, did you guys ever watch that show called nope. Sense8? It was a great show about mm. eight people that had senses they shared together. And... It's an amazing show, and it touches all parts of our society. And ev- it was an amazing show, and it had tons of followers. And then they just cut it off, 
because it was filmed in all these different countries, of course, and it was expensive. But then they, you know, but this was a few years ago. At least they did a final movie to kind of tie it in. Okay. Yeah, right. So they're doing that, but I'm surprised. They're, it sounds like they're not doing that for some of these now. Is that what you're saying? They're not even doing like a final tie-in to kind of like end the shows for Correct. these people? So that's bad. Like we were yeah, expecting to have like the loose ends of Glow to be all tied up, to have a nice finale, series finale, and we don't get that. Yeah. It's just left hanging the way things were left in the last episode of the last season. So and I think people are starting to get irritated by it. But yeah. really yeah. interesting. You get burned once or twice and you're like, all right. And this oh, is geez. it. I'm gonna tell my brother that he could give my subscription <laughs> that I'm stealing to someone else. Just <laughs> right. kidding. You won't get my brother's money anymore. Right? Uh, you won't get my former roommate's money anymore. Did you guys know that Peacock you could like Peacock is part of Roku, I guess? Like that's free. Well, well, I think it's free on Xfinity. Oh, I get it. Because okay. Comcast Universal is together. Yep. Yeah. And so they're in charge of NBC. So if you're an Xfinity member, you get Peacock. It's just baked in, so you can just watch Peacock, and it's it's, it's another streaming service that you can get right there on your TV, yeah. which is nice. It's, it's great. They've got the like all the Harry Potters on there. I can't remember what the other thing was that I saw that I was like, wow, they've got all of these. They have on. Oh, God, uh, Downton Abbey mm-hmm. oh, yeah. on there, which I started, and then I went, ah, I'm not in the right headspace. So you said they have all the Harry Potters, yeah? It seems that way, okay. yes. I was just talking with my kids about Harry Potter this morning, saying that uh, saying that we should we should watch them. we got to watch oh them. Oh, my gosh, Even this weekend, it would be fun to start. You should do it. What a I great score too. it has. Feels very cozy. Really? Yeah, it does. It actually does. The first one, especially, as they, it's the origin story. It's how they set the table for what's to come. Just feels cozy. You'll you'll be like, oh, I wish I went to Hogwarts. Does anything bad happen? In- sure. Okay. In every movie. That's true. That's true. I want to tell you about something, Don. I want to see if you would be up for this. Okay. This is real. The future is now. If you were in Phoenix today, this could happen for you. Okay. Waymo is the uh, there. It's like a Google company that has been working on autonomous ride service. Waymo. As of Thursday. Waymo said that uh, they are folks are able to hail a ride, totally driverless. Means meaning a van will be coming down the street. You will have dialed it in on your app. I'm here. I need picked up. It will spot you GPS on your phone. It will pull over to the side of the road. You will get in. It already knows where you're going. You'll close the door behind you, and the vehicle with no human being besides you in it in a passenger seat. Hmm. will just start to go. They've been working on this for the past few years. Waymo. 100% of its rides will be fully driverless, and it is starting this in Phoenix, Arizona. On when? Yesterday. (gasps) Would you do it? Yeah, if I had a friend with me. Me too, Scarewood. You don't want to die alone? <laughs> I don't want to die alone. And I, if I can, like, jump in and start driving myself as a, you know. Sure. Just a safeguard, just in case, that'd be cool. Yeah, I think that sounds amazing. Crazy. Oh I just God. can't believe it's really happening. They've got 600 vehicles in their fleet. Wow. Uh, three to 400 of those are in the Phoenix area. But wow. they're going 100% in Phoenix. If you get a Waymo ride, it's there's no one. It's just you're being driven by a robot that isn't even there. Fascinating. Very, very much. I so. would be a little nervous to get in. Oh, I, yeah. I would want to try, but I'd be a little nervous. Like, shoot, yeah. dog, do his brakes work? 
Totally. If but, it was you know a flying car, I might feel a little safer. Oh, Lord. That's when <laughs> that's when human deaths will surge. You think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. We can't drive cars. Don't let us fly a car. Okay. Sorry I blew up, guys. <laughs> it's okay, Donna. Thank you. Are you getting excited for Project Down and Dirty 2020? It is really um, happening. It's classic radio drama. Who's it presented by this year, Donna? <gasps> Dr. Anesthetics and 360 Painting of Minneapolis. How fabulous. Yes. And this year we're going to do this comedic reinterpretation of Orson Welles' famous War of the Worlds. It's going to premiere on air on social media and online Monday, October 26th. It'll run all the way through Friday, October 30th. I am excited. I love how they keep us just totally in the dark because we don't know anything yeah we yet, heard but... the announcement and then that's all we've heard so like exactly. we're, if you're like you guys haven't mentioned any new we don't know any new information exactly. if you if you know something please call what we do um, know is that we'll be working with some great charities like little brothers friends of the elderly awesome organization also alina health caring for caregivers that's our uh charity that we will woo-hoo. be working directly for and every mail which was formerly the sheridan story oh and of course springboard for the arts so. you can learn more about project down and dirt classic radio drama at mytalk1071.com keyword project that'll let you know how you uh, can get involved and be a part of this virtual experience as well when we return it's going to be another weird weekend in the nfl oh really two weekends in a row with things not exactly going according to plan i'll make sense of it all for you of course it's being impacted by covid and some positive tests in the league will explain how their schedule is shifting uh, when we come back, so that you're in the know, come Sunday on the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Welcome back, friends. Happy Friday. Can you believe it? We made it to the end of another week. It's the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Now, it's interesting. When I was leaving, uh, actually, I'm sorry, I was coming into the building yesterday for uh, TV, and Grant, you were leaving. So suddenly, there's Grant. James and I, James, our security guy, uh, and I, and we're all getting into a little bit of a sports conversation. Tonight, the Los Angeles Lakers are hoping to close out the NBA Finals. If they do, it would be the 17th championship for the LA Lakers, and it would be Rude. sort of an ode to Kobe Bryant yes. as well. Okay, yep. I get it. So They're like uh, so the Yankees, you know? They're kind of like the Yankees, mm-hmm. but but recently they've been non-Yankee-ish since Kobe left. So it would be it would be a really cool story i mean remember 2020 started with the tragic passing of kobe bryant and his daughter Gigi, and it was just those tributes that they did were just so heart-wrenching oh my goodness so anyway so la really um you know is is hoping for a win tonight but also in the sports world to watch this weekend of course another uh, nfl sunday is on the way but a couple things have changed yet again so Here's what you need to know. Um, yesterday, the Tennessee Titans, Donna, they had positive tests that were mm-hmm. returned for the eighth time in 10 days. Wow. Wow, it really? Ten- yeah. It was the 10th time in their last 13 rounds of testing. So over that time, going back two weeks, they've had 23 positive tests, 13 from players. So in the wake of these positive tests, the Titans players uh, disobeyed the league and organized a workout at yeah. a private school. Mm-hmm after they were banned from their practice facility because if somebody tests positive on your team, what the NFL is doing is shutting down that facility so there can't be any sort of meetings or gatherings until they get a grip as to who was it, do a little bit of contact tracing, and then devise a plan from there. So 
That means that the Tennessee Titans were scheduled to play the Buffalo Bills this weekend. Their game last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers got postponed to later in the season. This week, their game planned for Sunday is now being moved to Tuesday. Dun, 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 dun. Tuesday night football. (laughs) And uh, that's only going to happen, by the way, if there are no more positive tests. Mm -hmm. The Bills were supposed to play again next Thursday for their Week 6 game against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, stay with me here. Uh, I've already, I feel like I've already left. I know. If the Titans and the Bills play on Tuesday, okay, then the game that is scheduled for next Thursday, Thursday Night Football, against the Chiefs, is going to move to next Sunday. Yep. But, if the Tuesday game gets scrapped altogether, then the Bills and the Chiefs will play on Thursday as planned. Nightmare for people who play fantasy football, that's for sure. Right? <laughs> it is very inconsequential, but I know that in a couple of leagues that I was in, there were discussions last week of, well, what do we do? And what if this guy doesn't? And what, you know, how to, fa- and, and it's funny because fantasy football is huge. And ESPN, they had to put out notices to their mm-hmm. league saying, all right, if here's our COVID policy right now, Yahoo did the same thing. It is really some uncharted territory. Now, there are some rumors that they could free up another week after the regular season and yep. before the playoffs to play some postponed games. They're going to have to. The other option that they have is they could do what baseball did, which is they could use the winning percentage instead of the actual win-loss record to decide mm. playoff matchups. So the Marlins, the Miami Marlins, they, oh, I don't know, 13 games, something like that, that mm-hmm. they missed out on during this truncated baseball season. And instead, since they didn't play as many games as the next team, they just used overall winning percentage. And in fact, the Miami Marlins made the playoffs. So if the Titans end up having to, back to the NFL, forfeit this week's game, um, the Bills players would then, uh, well, they don't know what would happen because you get like you get paid on a game paycheck. So I don't know if missing the game, they'll have to figure out what they do. It's just this this like nightmare. And by the way, it's not... Only them, New England Patriots, uh, Denver Broncos game has been moved from Sunday to Monday night. Mm-hmm. So there will be two Monday night football games this week and a oh. Tuesday night football. Are oh, you ready for the football? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Steve, do you think it's bad that those guys went and did that public work or that private workout? Well, I, I, yeah, yes. I think that there, whenever you're you're in a bubble sort of a scenario, like the NBA is doing the bubble. They haven't had a positive test all year in the bubble. Right. What they've done is crazy. But their payers, excuse me, their players have had to kind of pay a tax there because they haven't seen their families mm-hmm. for months. Now, some family members went through testing, were able to come into the bubble, but they have treated that as a bubble. Yep. If the NFL wants to get through the season, yep. then the teams need to really take that seriously because it impacts everything because for instance i could have i could get covid tomorrow and in theory i could still work from home right, right? yes um a lot of jobs are but this is a game where you can't work from home and then to be safe since there is quite literally physical contact breathing right on each other think right. of the line of scrimmage in football you have to be really careful mm-hmm. if you want to be able to finish the season yeah, and you know, from what I've read too, that there, there, this may be just an excuse. They say that there might have been a breakdown in communication amongst all the players because it was only a select few players that did it. But I heard this morning one, uh, you know, sports guy talking about this, and he used the word counterproductive for football players, like using it in this way. Think of it for golf. Like the more you try and golf, 
the hard, the worse you do, right? Like golf is a game where you have to be relaxed, you have to take it back, and you have mm. to really control yourself in golf. But football, those guys are going a hundred miles an hour all the time. That's yep. where they they hard yep. as you can hit, as hard as you can run, mm-hmm. and that's the way they are. So they always want to be continually betting bettering themselves. Now I don't think it's right because it's obviously making people sick. But these guys are built differently in that that they just constantly want to work out. Tom Brady did it with all his guys in the beginning of the season when they went to a high school and worked out outside mm-hmm. of their practice facilities. So right. I don't think it's right, but it's just a different type of athlete that you're dealing with. They're 24-7. they got to play this game. you know. Yeah, but so. what ultimately has to be the deciding factor for them is that those gatherings, true as what you just said might be, golfers compared to football players, what they're risking is the season. Yes, you're so right. So the thing that they love so much, um, you know, like we're seeing, I mean, the, you get too many Sundays that are screwed up in a row, and then you could see a pause mm-hmm. coming on the NFL. There's already been talks of, can we push back the Super Bowl? That is much easier said than done, um, but there are already talks about that. Will there be a crowd at the Super Bowl this year? Think about when the Super Bowl came to Minneapolis a couple of years ago. Remember how much of a citywide function that was? What about the city that bid on this year's Super Bowl? Will they get to do it again? Will they just push them back to the following year because there's supposed to be this economic benefit that the city gets from hosting they didn't the do Super that. Bowl? They did do that. Yeah. So where's it going to be? It's going to be in Tampa. It was supposed to be at the new Ram Stadium, but I know Donna wants to say something here too, right? And I'm know. Donna Valentine. <laughs> Sports talk. That's it. Donna, oh, you shooting awesome. hoops this weekend? And we're out of time. What? You shooting hoops this weekend? I'm going to shoot some hoops in my bubble. Uh, thank you for asking. <laughs> yes, I've got that going on all, all right. weekend long. Appreciate the ask. And we're out of time. Oh, no. I was I just know. getting loose. I know. But don't forget about listener rewards for October. We've got lots of fun stuff. The streaming sampler pack, the AirPods, the MyTalk gear, uh, restaurant gift cards, all sorts of stuff. Just uh, look in listener rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. How about that? That's my contribution to this last segment. You did great. Thanks a lot, you guys. Have the best weekend. Grant, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. I am Grant. Great job. We love you. Colleen and Bradley are coming in next, minus Bradley. Uh, Actually, it's Colleen and Holly, and I'm going to be joining them for blind items, so stick around for that coming up next on MyTalk. Bye. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.